Hey, this is a now classic episode of the Tech After Five podcast where we talk about the LinkedIn mistakes you need to avoid. Hey, have you got feedback or questions for us that we could include in a future episode? Because we're going to go back in deeper on LinkedIn real soon. And we thought we would uh, include some of your questions, comments, tips, and techniques. So particularly if you've got a question or comment for us about LinkedIn, be sure to use the Anchor FM app, get it on your phone, and send us your question tip technique for LinkedIn because we want to help you be good. Thanks a lot. And listen to this great episode with my co-host, Scott Pfeiffer. This is the Tech After 5 podcast. I'm your host, Phil Yanov. And today we are going to give you five things you need to stop doing with your LinkedIn profile right now. There's something wrong with your LinkedIn profile. I know we took a look. And uh, we're, we think these are the five things you need to be looking at today. Listen, we know that you're probably on a treadmill or in a car or something like that, and you don't have time to pull out a notebook and a piece of paper, but that's okay. We're going to recap these things at the end so you can uh, come back and write this all down later. So just listen tight. we got some great advice for you here today. Thanks, and once again, welcome to the Tech After 5 podcast. Hey, I'm Phil Yanov. I'm here with my good friend, Scott Pfeiffer. Scott, thanks for being here. Happy to be here, Phil. All right. So, Scott, the thing we were trying to help people out with today is this LinkedIn thing, right? Um, you know, so this is just, today our bit is five mistakes that you are making on your LinkedIn profile that you need to stop right now. Stop immediately. Yeah. You know, uh, this got started. Part of the, my idea for this is that I see bad things show up on people's LinkedIn profiles all the time. And I, I think a reason that this matters, and I think you're going to agree with me on this and probably take this a little further, but a reason that this matters is that uh, people are in a professional setting. People are using other folks as uh, you are, or are you using their LinkedIn profiles as a validation, right? They're trying to figure out whether, is this person for real or not, right? And so it's kind of like, you might not have a web page for you personally, but you probably got a LinkedIn profile and how you attend to it tells me about you. I think that's right. And these days I'm probably more likely to look up your LinkedIn profile than I am to look up your web page anyway. I think if you're going to go to a professional networking event, if you're doing networking and you're in a professional setting, you need to have your LinkedIn profile right. needs to look good. If, if I'm getting ready to go to the event or the meeting and I know I'm going to be meeting you, I might look at the profile. It's going to give me some ideas of what to talk to you about. It's going to give me some ideas about whether you're someone I want to meet. It's going to give me some ideas about whether you know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, those are all good. So I, I think you're right, right about that. And of course, we should reference back, you know, we've already done an episode on using the LinkedIn nearby feature to meet new people to expand your network to do better follow up. But you know, in this, your actual profile, the way your page looks on LinkedIn is part of the, uh, you know, it's, it's the home base of this, if you will, right? So this is how people are going to know if you're for real or not, or whether they want to do something with you. So you want to get this squared away. Hey, you build credibility. It's, yeah. it's a great tool for building credibility, or it can be a great tool for destroying credibility 
if you're doing these five things we're getting ready to tell you about. Yeah. So, and again, we'll reference, go back and listen to that episode. If you didn't listen to the episode about using LinkedIn nearby to expand your network, and uh, you should be ready to use that, certainly at any Tech After Five or any professional networking event. So let's talk about it. We've got uh, five things that we've figured out that we think are pretty bad, the things that we are most common mistakes that we see on people's LinkedIn profiles. And number one is... Having a bad picture or no picture at all. No picture at all. I mean, if this were Twitter, you'd be an egg, right? But in this case, it's just a blank little spot. And this is really weird to me, Scott. I get I get requests to connect to people all the time where they've got no photo. And the thing is, I get it, like, if they really are some obscure, when I say obscure, you know, there's someone who lives in a country I've never visited, couldn't possibly visit. There's no way I could know them. You know, I don't know why they were even reaching out to me. Okay, that one I've just discounted already. But there are people I know that have reached out to me, and they've got, we've got 50 mutual connections or 100 mutual connections, and they got no photo. I just generally won't accept requests from people with no photo. If you don't have a photo on your LinkedIn profile, it tells me that you're really not engaged in the community anyway. So I'm kind of wasting my time even accepting the connection. Yeah. So listen, we don't think that just any photo is the right photo, but let's talk about a couple ways that people get this thing wrong. I think anyway, Scott, what do you think about people who put a logo up there instead of an actual personal photo? That's just right out. I don't want to see your logo. I want to see you. I want to know who you are. One of the main things that I use the photo for is if I'm going to meet you, say at LinkedIn, and I've never met you before, I can see your picture on your profile, and then I recognize you when I get to the room. Or if I've met you at a networking event and I look you up, there might be a bunch of people with your name. But if I see a good photo of you, I'm like, yeah, that's the guy I met. Super easy. I'm going to connect. Yeah. Okay. I, I completely agree with you on that. So next thing on it is uh, let's talk about what the elements of a good photo are. Um, it should be a photo of you. It should be a photo of you. Don't go crop some model out of a magazine and throw it up there. You know, that's... I was thinking my dog, but yeah, it's not your dog, not your cat. It should be a photo of you and it should be a photo of just you, not you and your best honey. Not you and whatever. I mean, not, not you and your obviously cut out X. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so a, a good, and this is the thing that, you know, depending on where you are in life, I mean, if you've got a couple, I mean, you can get a really good picture out of a cell phone these days. The portrait mode on iPhones or Android phones works really well to do this, and you get someone to do it in a well lit room. You can probably get a pretty good picture, but you should get a good picture. Um, if you've got a few extra bucks, go have someone take it professionally for you and use that for your profile. I think that's a great plan. It should also be a recent picture. I know you think the picture of you 20 years ago looks awesome, but that's not really helping me find you. Uh, If I walk into the crowd and I see some old guy that kind of looks like what you used to look like, I'm like, oh, that guy's dad's here. I wonder where he is. Yeah, uh, I've got that one too. And besides, by the way, I don't take my pictures 20, I don't have pictures up there that are 20 years ago. I have pictures that are 30 pounds ago, right? So it's- (laughs) That's uh, harder to control for. (laughs) Right. But uh, so a good professional, well-lit photo. The other thing is, you know, I tell people that if they're going to put a photo up there, uh, it would be best if that photo reflects you at work. 
for what you might look like when you are doing whatever it is, whatever work you like to do. In fact, being just a little bit nicer dressed than you would be for your work is way better than being super casual dressed. I think so. I mean, this shouldn't. This is not the place for the casual snapshot of you at the beach or you wearing a clown costume or Or even with a beer in your hand. Right. This is not that place. This is a professional place. You should look roughly how you're going to look when I meet you in your professional setting. Yeah. So this, that's exactly it. It's a professional setting. So number one, a picture that's missing or bad or misrepresents you is not the right thing to do. So the way you fix this is at your, you know, Sears best, if you will, is a professional photo photo uh, taken by someone in professional gear. Better is, um, you know, having you having shot it yourself or having someone shoot it for you off a camera phone. Again, you can probably get a pretty good and uh, good. No, we're just not going to do good. Better and best is all we're here for. That's what we're here for. All right. The second thing people get wrong is? Their information's out of date. They haven't updated their profile since the last time they were looking for a job. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. And I think this just really gets wrong in a bunch of ways, right? So, I mean, one of the things I've seen people do is they'll actually, the job will be updated, but the profile data, their summary or whatever, still reflects their old position. Yeah. And sometimes they just haven't even updated it to their current job. I know people in big companies, you look them up, they might be a vice president at some large company. You look them up, they're still a director of the last company they were at because they they updated their LinkedIn to get the job, but the day they got the job, they forgot all about it. They never updated it for their current job. It happens all the time, and, you know, come on, man. Yeah, that's the thing we want people to fix. And it, because, it's, again, sending the wrong information, sending the wrong signaling. You know, are you trying to tell your current employer you don't really like them? I mean, I don't know what's going on there. But you really want to make sure that information is out of date. So the rule is if you've had some life change that's significant, you know, particularly in the professional space, um, that ought to be that information ought to be reflected. Let's get your job, where you're working, what you're doing, what you're interested in right now to be correct. It should be correct. It should be current. And if you are the employer of a group of professionals, I think it behooves you to check every once in a while, make sure that your guys have their stuff up to date. Yeah. Ask them about that. Right. So I I know what it was. I said, there's two things. One of which is if you've had a significant change, make sure you make that update right away. And then you should periodically review it just to say, is this data still right for me? I think that's good advice. All right. So number three on our list is, uh, the summary, right? This is the part that appears below your name. And a lot of times uh, people just never availed themselves of the feature. So there's nothing there at all. And there might be one line, but there's no summary and it's either missing, it's wrong, or, or it's just too short. Maybe they tried it and they just like, I don't know what to write. I think this is a great opportunity people are missing. Your summary is really your chance to let people know what you do, what you think, what your philosophy is. And you can People will type in, you know, one or two lines, but actually you have quite a bit of space there to put a lot of stuff in. You should go and look at Phil's summary or even my summary and, you know, take a look. Richard Bliss's summary, somebody uh, who's good at this, look at their summary and you can kind of see what they do. Right. Yeah. So there's an opportunity to have a nice little conversation about what you are. And of course, the neat thing about this is when it's presented, it's usually presented short. You click a little thing to see more and then you can see more of it. But there's an opportunity for you to put a full page of data in there, which is, you know, 
You could be repeating some of the information from your resume, but you could just be talking to people about what it is you do and giving them more details about what appears above. So we think that that's a good opportunity. And this is probably a good thing to say. We're going to get Richard Bliss to come in here and talk to us in depth about LinkedIn profiles. So this is the short, let's get let's get the mistakes out of the way. When we get him in here, he'll tell us a lot more about how to get this right. That's going to be a great episode. All right. So number four on our list of things that people get wrong on their LinkedIn profile, what do they do? You've got no activity. Right. So you go and you look at someone's profile and it looks like they haven't visited since grade school. Well, yeah. maybe not grade school, but they haven't looked at it in a long time. Yeah. Maybe you're coming on LinkedIn and you're scrolling through and you're reading articles and you're lurking, but you're not being a proactive, positive member of the community. You're not liking people's posts. You're not commenting on people's posts. You're not sharing with a with an interesting comment. You're not writing articles. You're not doing anything. Nothing at all, right? So you're neither giving nor receiving endorsements. There's no conversation going on. Um, it's just not happening. So it looks like uh, it might be abandoned. And so you do, there's no reason to do that. So put some activity. And again, that's a thing that, you know, I get that not everybody's going to have the app on their phone checking their LinkedIn profile every day, but, you know, checking it periodically, regularly, whatever regular is for you, you know, if that's weekly or monthly or something like that, but going by and periodically having some activity will let people know that you're alive and interested in whatever it is you said you were interested in, in that summary we told you to write in step number three. That was step number four. Don't have a profile with no activity. Step number five. Oh, my goodness. This is sad when people, I get this one from people all the time, and you look at it, and you find typos. Oh, my goodness. So many typos. And it's typos. It could be a misspelled word, and I understand, you know, autocorrect is not always our friend. But, I mean, grammar errors are the same kind of thing. Here's the deal, Scott. I mean, in this thing, no matter, in, whether it's your job description or, or uh, education history or whatever, you know, getting that written so that it, it is standard English is useful to people. I say standard English because we're doing this thing in English, whatever the language is of your home, right? But you've got to have it written in a way that is easy to understand and looks like you care about it. Absolutely. And I mean, if grammar's not your thing, if it's something you struggle with, you can take that bit you've written for your summary or your description of your job and you can pop it over into Grammarly. It's free. It'll check all your grammar stuff. It'll make it look good. Pop it back in. Super easy. Yeah, so there's a website that you want to use free. Like you said, Grammarly. Just copy, paste, check, put it back, and it'll check. Now, you know, grammar is one of those things. It, you you got to just check it. And so having some tool to do that is probably a good thing for you. All right, so we said that we were going to give you five steps, right, or five things that you were doing wrong with your LinkedIn profile today that we want you to get right. Number one picture bad or missing. We're going to fix that. Number two, your information is out of date. You're not going to have out of date information. You know, if you're one of our cats, if you're someone who's listening to this, we know that you care about things being right. So you're going to get that information up to date. Number three, your summary is wrong, missing, too short. Nope. We're going to fix that summary. Number four is no activity. It looks like your, your profile is abandoned. We don't want you to have that. And number five is that you've got typos inside it. So we said five things that you need to go and fix right now. But listen, we're a give back kind of guys, you and me, Scott. And so we told them we we're going to give them five. Let's give them a bonus. We'll give them a bonus. All right. So number six, 
on this thing. One thing that we think you can get right, it's not going to cost you anything, not hard to do. And by the way, everything we've talked about so far is part of the free profile, right? We've not talked about any of the add-on services or anything like that, just in the free stuff. So number six is what? Get that URL fixed. Right. So you have you have the opportunity to customize your LinkedIn profile URL, but you just got to go in there and do it. It's super simple to do. But if you don't do it, you look like a big collection of numbers instead of uh, your actual name. It's terrible. How are you going to put that on your business card or on your website or on your Twitter profile? Connect with me on LinkedIn at one, two, seven, nine, six, five, three, two, eight, seven, C. No. Yeah, no, it's bad. The thing is, when we're doing that, uh, right, we're, we're a technically savvy crowd. We're a crowd who cares about how we looked in our digital selves. We want to put a digital best foot forward, right? And so when we do that, um, one of the ways is we can go in and fix that URL. When I actually, and occasionally, you will see on someone's business card that big slug of numbers, and you think, I'm sure they just didn't know, but it looks a little bit sloppy. It's like, come on, man. And when I do, when I see that someone has fixed their URL, and it's just a nice little, you know, Phil Yen offer, Scott right. Pfeiffer, I think, okay, there's somebody who cares. Somebody who's just taking that little extra step gives me some confidence that they're uh, tech savvy and that they're going to be a decent member of the community. Because I want to connect with people that are gonna that I can help and that can help me. Right. That's exactly what we're here to do. So again, this today, this is designed to be sort of a quick hit. Five things, well, in this case, six that you are getting wrong with your LinkedIn profile that we want you to fix right now because it is going to make you a better networking, right? It's going to improve your opportunities when you're out of making a good first impression. Getting these things wrong, I'm not sure what happens. Get them fixed before the next Tech After 5. Yeah. And we'll see you there. Right. All right. Scott Pfeiffer, thanks for helping me out today. My pleasure. All right. There you have it, and thanks for listening. I hope uh, you will go ahead and download the uh, Anchor FM app so that you can become part of the show with us. That is the most important part to us. We don't want to do this because we want to hear ourselves talk. We want to do this because we want to help you, the listener, those folks who come to our Tech After 5 events or could be coming to Tech After 5, or people who are just out there trying to make a better lives for themselves in tech. We want to help. So go to uh, the website. Uh, go to the Anchor app and uh, download it, and uh, be sure to be part of the show with us. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks a lot.